Hey, and welcome to Student Voices, where we discuss all things education with students at the centre. I am your host, Ren Gillard, and you are listening to Student Voices. Putting students at the centre of the education conversation. Hello, and welcome to our very first episode of Student Voices. I am your host, Ren Gillett, and I will be facilitating the discussions that we have throughout this series, uh, focusing on education um, and keeping students, their perceptions and opinions at the centre of every conversation. Um, So to give you a bit of context around who I am... I am Pivot Professional Learning's student voice advocate and am in my very first year of university, so not long off being a secondary school student myself. And what I find really interesting is that students are at the centre of education, but more often than not, students are the people left out of these discussions surrounding uh, bettering education and, and making education uh, work more effectively for students. And so one of the goals of this podcast is to make sure that the views and opinions of students are not left out of these discussions, that they are at the very centre. So today's episode, uh, we are talking about the role that Student Voice plays in the work that Pivot does as an organisation to introduce you not only to who we are as an organisation, but um, also some of the key members and founders that have really shaped Pivot's journey. We recorded this over Zoom, so the audio quality, uh, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, But as we move forward with this podcast, everything will improve and and we hope that you will be part of this journey with us. Um, So thank you and hope you enjoy. So to kickstart the series, I would like to introduce Cleo Westhorpe, Pivot founder and director. Welcome, Cleo. Hi, Ren. Thank you very much for um, speaking with me today. No, it's wonderful to, to have you. And I guess to just sort of start things off, would you like to introduce yourself and also maybe um, introduce Pivot as well? Great. I'd love to. Uh, so a little bit of background about me. I am a secondary teacher and have spent uh, nine years in the classroom before I moved out to focus solely on Pivot over the last few years and uh, also a young family at home. I'm a geography teacher, also dabble a little bit in business studies as well and um, through my school career held a number of different roles. I helped um, collaborate and lead on um, curriculum initiatives as well as a lot of a lot of support around student wellbeing as year level coordinator. And then my final leadership role was to support students with additional needs. Um, in terms of Pivot, well, Pivot was established in 2014 uh, by myself and my two co founders, Belinda Harris and Caitlin McLeod. And it has grown into a, a wonderful organisation that supports student voice both here locally in, in Melbourne, in Victoria, but we're lucky enough now to call us a, ourselves a, a national company and even working with some schools overseas um, internationally, which is pretty exciting for us. So Pivot is really about drawing out those student voices um, to help drive um, improvements in teaching practice. And uh, from our very uh, humble start here in Melbourne when in our first year, we had uh, just a couple of a handful of schools. Uh, in our second year, we had 50 schools and, and now we're really proud to say that we're working and collaborating with um, 700 schools 
And um, it's been an amazing journey so far to see how far we've come in um, really gathering a, a tribe of teachers who are committed to conversations with the students in their classrooms about how they can improve the teaching and learning together. From what I know of Pivot and, and now as your student voice advocate, I, I've seen a little bit about um, the wonderful things that Pivot does for schools. And I guess from, from your perspective, um, I guess seeing Pivot grow and, and in its entirety, how do you feel Pivot today is helping schools across um, not only Victoria, as you said, but um, Australia? Yeah, I think it's that we've had that really long-standing interest in how we can identify the most effective um, practices in our classrooms, but also identifying what doesn't work so well because there are some things that we can leave behind as teachers. Um, you know, when I started designing and delivering and refining my own student surveys in the early years of my teaching, um, you know, that was a real eye-opener for me because I had, it was almost like I was only a couple of years ahead on that journey um, where I had been identifying what were the best questions to ask in order to gather information that could really serve me in changing and tweaking my own teaching practice. So seeing how that, that we could develop a, a scalable platform where we could deliver those, you know, those timely insights to not only teachers as individuals and the, I guess, the sphere of control that they have um, within their classroom and perhaps with their colleagues and their teaching teams as well, but also to see change and um, impact at the whole school level. You know, that is really exciting to see how, you know, entire schools were working together to achieve, you know, the same objectives. So we've had schools design or customise their pivot surveys with additional questions that really tie in and speak to their own instructional model. So we've got opportunity there for not only for the teachers um, but also the students to see what are the most valued practices in our learning community. Um, so I think opening up a conversation where everyone knows what we're working towards, you know, what are the objectives, what are our goals, how can we get there together, you know, that's been one of the really exciting things to see how Pivot has had some impact in schools. Um, but you know, ultimately, we are also trying to just start a conversation between teachers and students about what works and what doesn't work so well. Um, and sometimes, you know, having those conversations and then, you know, reflecting back from when I was a, a you know, a little baby teacher, um, it, it was pretty scary to be asking my students what, what worked and what didn't work and opening myself up to some of that con constructive feedback. But I... I quickly discovered that when students are given the opportunity to, to have a say, not only in, you know, giving teachers some feedback, because often the feedback is going <laughs> from teacher to student all the time, having an opportunity for students to give their teachers some feedback and then knowing that their voices had been heard and acted upon, that something had changed as a result of that feedback, you know, that was a really powerful discovery for me. 
I think you're you're so right because these discussions, right, about um, as you said, like feedback is normally just from the teacher to the student, and so what Pivot's doing is sort of reversing that and giving students a voice, which is really really important. And I think you know the discussions about, um, like you said, what works and what doesn't work. Students are generally you know left out of these conversations when we're actually the ones experiencing the education. <laughs> so I, I think what Pivot's doing is amazing, and having students at the centre is so important and. I guess from your perspective, you so, you've sort of touched on it. Um, if I could just ask you really clearly, why is student voice important? Oh, look, a, a, a thousand reasons, um, but I think student voice is is so important because the students, you know, are the ones who experience uh, the teaching and learning every day. And so just by asking um, what could work better, um, we can find that the answers are, are right in front of us. And I think student voices are also incredibly important because it is a partnership in the classroom. And when we can co-design the next steps, that is going to lead to, um, you know, changes in the classroom and, um, you know, learning outcomes that, <laughs> to use a, a really well-coined phrase, um, which, um, you know, which are going to work for the students. You know, what's going to really make the learning sing in your classroom? I think we can often discover that there are ways that, you know, as teachers we, we don't know everything and um, being open to new directions is really important. Um, but also just that process of modelling um, how to act on feedback is just critically you know it is really critically important because if we can show that we're willing to ask we're willing to open ourselves up but we're also we're willing to discuss how we can move forward together you know that is really important for us to to model and lead in that way I agree with everything that you've said and I of course believe that students need to be at the centre of education um, because the insights that students have are really wonderful and they're really unique because um, as I said before, we're the ones experiencing education and so the, the perspectives that we have to education, you know, they need to be part of the conversation in order for it to be whole. Um, and I guess from a pivot perspective, what do you think the role um, is that student voice plays in the work that you do? Student voice is everything to pivot because without, without the participation of student voices where we're not going to be able to move forward together. You know, student voice gives our work meaning here at Pivot. And I think probably in a time where uh, many fellow parents are supporting learning from home, I'm sure it will come as no surprise that, you know, we really can acknowledge and recognise that each student learns in a unique way and uh, teachers certainly have their work cut out for them. They're often connecting with hundreds of students each year and sometimes hundreds of students each semester and queuing in really quickly to what those voices are saying and being able to use a, a tool like Pivot allows you to capture that feedback in a, a really quick and easy way and to give you the insights that you can then... Um, act on quickly because, you know, when you can get the data right in front of you uh, in a really timely fashion, then you can get on with the really, you know, you can get on with the good stuff, which is having a discussion about, well, where do we go to next? Mm. And then revisiting again and saying, well, what's changed and what's worked? You know, it's a really 
it's a really productive and constructive process that we can collaborate on with our students. No, it is a really productive and constructive conversation. I would echo that completely. And I guess to finish off our conversation, I would just like to to ask you a question that I think will be uh, sort of like a, a continual question that we ask our guests. So when have you felt your voice has been heard the loudest, Cleo? Wow, that's a really interesting question, Ren. Um, I guess I will perhaps think about that from the perspective of um, when I was a student, but also uh, sort of imagining myself to be sitting alongside the students that I have also had the privilege to teach in my classrooms over the years. I think often it comes down to uh, making space for the voices when the teachers or the adults around you give you time to speak and give you space to speak um, and ask you questions, give you the opportunity to speak. Um, mm. And reflecting on when I was perhaps a student, um, when when teachers or adults waited for you to speak rather than trying to fill the gaps. I know that, you know, as a teacher, when I first got into the classroom, I absolutely knew that I, I didn't wait long enough. And, you know, giving students that time to to speak up was really important, allowing them a few extra seconds, you know, we call that have that concept of wait time. Uh, when you're a teacher and you ask a question of the class that you don't immediately try to answer it yourself, um, <laughs> often we, tr- we do jump in and we um, replace that space with our own voice. So I think it's really important just to have the gaps available for students and to allow them to also create spaces for their voice too. Wonderful. The work that Pivot is doing is is absolutely wonderful in the in the area of student voice, and I'm so grateful to be a part of everything that you're doing. And um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see how Pivot grows as an organisation, and to be part of that is just wonderful. So thank you so much, Cleo, for being part of um, our first episode of this of this podcast series, Student Voices. I'm really excited to see where this is headed, um, and thank you all for listening so much and tune into our next episode. If you would like to join our next episode on distance learning, please let me know. You can also share your questions, comments and feedback on our website, www.pivotpl.com slash studentvoicespodcast. See you next time.